Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. So we had we have a special guest here who is not going to be on the show, who uh, <laughs> Adrian's daughter got a copy of Marvel previews and I had her go through it to see how old is she? She just turned twelve last 12. week. Twelve, twelve year old girl. Happy birthday! And what she would like to read based on what Marvel puts in their preview books. Now, what's her history? Comic history. Okay, so I've been. And Josh can understand where I'm coming from on this. You want there's things that you love as a person, yep. and you want <laughs> your child to like the same. You, you hope. <laughs> yes. oh, you yeah. try not to push it on them, right? But you, you, you but you do. I, I've done a really good. job. I don't think she will say I try to push it on her. I've, I've given her stuff here and there. If she likes it, she'll ask for more. Um, but more recently, she's actually, hey, can we go to a comic book shop? And so one day, I remember we went to a comic book shop, and she had like eight different trades out. Whoa! And she got to pick which one she wanted, and so she, you know, picked it out and she read it and liked it. Um, she likes Harley Quinn mm-hmm. as a character, I guess, from the cartoons or whatever, um, which is kind of odd because Harley Quinn really isn't a kid-friendly character anymore. No. In the comics. No. So, um, but recently we picked up Mad Love. She liked that oh, story. Such and, a good and, book. Yeah, that is one of the few that yeah. is safer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, matter of fact, that was the that was the one trade that she picked out. <laughs> Look at you didn't I'm like trying to No, I do. I do. Uh, but no, I'm, it, trying, I mean, to, I'm it, trying to go through it. It comes but, out of TAS, but it is like like it's edgy. Well, it's yeah. it's it's the origin of everything that I think later creators glommed onto with Harley Quinn and right. ramped up to a thousand. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's all there. It's right. never not been there. Right. So, and so, um, and then there's just characters that you know she's either seen a movie of that she wants, and um, we made a mistake uh, that whole volume one issue with Captain Mar- Marvel. Yeah. We got the wrong volume one, and yeah. she did not like that book at all. Thanks, Marvel. Um, Matter of fact, we're going to High Price Books, the flagship, after this, and uh, all of us. <laughs> you can. You buying? Yeah, you, you getting us all books? Whoa, slow down. We're having that. a fan meet and greet. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll see you there. So, so they have an, an EC you. collection. Show me what? Huh? Oh, no. It's, it's only six hundred dollars. Oh, like Don Johnson and Django Unchanged. Nope, that's not what I said. <laughs> but um, so we when I picked her up last week. Um, I I had plans of taking her to the movies. Um, we usually go see like an early show, and then we go hang out the rest of the day. She, I picked her up, and she decided she didn't want to go to the movies. She just wanted to hang out with Dad and talk. So she, we wanted to go shopping. So she, we did some window shopping, went to Walmart. We went to a couple other stores. There was a half-price books in Cedar Hill right there. And so we went in there. That's a good one. Um, we found uh, Scotty Young's Wizard of Oz. 
I found that volume one or the the first story, the original story. I found yeah. that, um, and then, like I said, she's. I don't like talking about her because she gets embarrassed when I do talk about her. But this kid is amazing. She cracks me up, and she's so thoughtful. She's like, "Hey, Dad," I go, "Yeah." She goes, "When you come get me again, can we come back to Half Price Books?" I'm like, "Well, if I have the money for it." She goes, "No." Of all the books you got me over the last year, I can bring back the ones I didn't like, and or, or read, and or already read, and we can get money for that and buy new books. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a very good idea, babe. Um, I find it interesting. There are some of the ones that that she decided not to bring back, like uh, Mad Love. Yeah. Um, she said she couldn't find that Captain Marvel. She lost it. Uh, she, that's how much she did not like that book. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then, but then there were some so that she, she's working on her first short, right. short box. Yeah. And, um, but the funny thing about it is she didn't like Miss Marvel because it didn't have Shazam in it. Like she thought it would. Cause she, cause you know, the cover that first cover has that, you know, the, the lightning bolt on it, mm. uh, on her, on her shirt. Oh, right. If Miss so, Marvel turned into Shazam, <laughs> that'd be right. dope. That'd be a loss. That, um, that would be awesome. But, uh, and so, but. You gave Captain Marvel book. becomes Captain Marvel. So this is the um, July 2019 Marvel Free pe- Preview book um, mm-hmm. that has House of X on the cover um, about getting ready for Hickman's new run. Yeah, uh, and I handed this to her, and and the and and on the cover is classic Jean Grey. Boom, circle. That was that was like the first thing yeah. she got. So Clay to. hands her the book and says, "Hey, circle which one, which book you." be interested in them just based on the cover yeah just based on the cover just so we can have a test and we could see yeah and so uh she liked jean gray so i guess the house of x would be one uh let's see where we get to yeah so we're going we're we're just going on a previews and not necessarily the artwork that it is in there is the cover artwork either so you're getting uh Sample pages. Yeah, you're getting um, sample pages and little. You'll story. notice there's a, there's going to be a theme. Okay. Uh, that I figured out. Uh, Jane Foster's Valkyrie. Oh, oh, let me see that. Because in War of the Realms, you know, uh, Brumhilda dies. Um, Spoiler. So I guess you, huh? Spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't read it already. He pre-ordered. The I pre-ordered it, man. <laughs> it's not even done. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's fine. <laughs> It's the, the first freaking issue. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, the bigger I no question idea. for me has been: she had cancer and was supposed to die. They bring her back in well, realms and, and, and don't so, explain it though. They don't explain what happened to her cancer. I, I, I think they explained it in Thor. Thor, Thor's one. Thor because he's Thor seven hundred. She just showed up. And I was like, no, no, because she died in Thor four hundred or seven hundred four. Seven hundred was the last one of that. No, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. It went over to seven hundred five. Yeah, five. So and then. He started the new Thor book, yep, and I yep. think he explains it in that one, but I haven't read it yet. Okay. Um, because all of a sudden, I pick up War of the Realms, and she's back. I'm like, because it I want It would be funny, though, to see Natalie Portman suited up in Chainmail. That would be. Because um, she's like pocket size. Tony starts Iron Man number 14, but it has Captain Marvel on the cover with Iron Man. So, uh, very reminiscent of that one promo shot they had of Homecoming with Spider-Man and, and Tony Stark. Flying through the, you know, oh yeah, the yeah. 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 Um, which I love dance. Which lots, wasn't so. even um, Invisible Woman number one, I think. Yeah, number one of five. With those great Adam uh, Hughes covers. Mark, yeah. 
Okay, I thought Mark Wade was editor-in-chief over at Boom. He's writing for Marvel, but he's an editor at another company? I mean... Details, dude. Details. When it's Mark Wade, you it's can Mark just Wade. like... It's Mark Wade. Does the man never not write? I, I mean, know. I feel like he writes in his sleep. His hand just... They put paper next to him. Automatic writing. He's asleep and is just writing stuff. About his whole Daredevil run was done during a nap. Um... <laughs> She is interested in giant size ecstatics. Ooh, yeah, wow. ecstatics is good. And that's what is that? All red out. Is that, is that still yeah. all red? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I'll read anything. No. All yeah, red draws. Yeah, uh, uh, is it who, who all? Is it Dead Girl? Uh, let's, see. let's see. Looks like see, I'm not familiar with the X characters, so Dupe. Yeah, Dupe's back. Dupe. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like these three the, well, the, the, or four the, or the, the wolf guy is original. Original, and then I can't remember her. The, uh, in the white? Or yeah, in, in the, the white. All right. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, you yeah, know, this is great for an audio. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> this one mutant that looks uh, like I think I know before, who it before is. Before reading this part, before listening to this part, go get your previews. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. We're just leaning it's on free. Daniel to edit to make us sound good. Uh, as flipping through this, Let's show what I kind cannot, of editor he is. I cannot wait for the lean. epilogue. This is the cover of Thor 15. Oh, my God. After War of the Carnage. Yeah. As That's Thor... Thor you can carnage. T- yeah. Carnage is worthy in my book. Thornage? Oh, you think so? oh wow. Kate, wow. We love you. Um, there's a Marvel Summer Special, number one. You can see why she likes this book. Uh, oh, that looks like a pool party. That yeah. just looks cool. fun. Yeah. That's good. That yeah. looks fun. It's a little pool party. That, and you know what? That's way different than the seven, than the, the uh, swimsuit books they did That's in the That's what 90s. I was thinking. Right. Like, it, oh, this is like, fun and not... Adults. Actually, actually, I would be curious. I feel like that cover is a riff off of one of those images. Yeah, maybe. I think so. I, I, yeah. it, that's the that's popped right yeah, in my to head. To be fair, I saw it. that was cheesecake for fair. everyone. <laughs> it was true. It was no, it, it, true. It, yeah, yeah, it went both ways. There was that uh, all the heroes Logan Burt Reynolds uh, <laughs> shot of him laying on with a, all the hair, right. yeah, all the hair, all the hair, and then everywhere. That, that weird photo of Impossible Man for people who just don't know. <laughs> right. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number 25. Uh, it's got uh, Mary Jane, or Ma- you know, yeah, MJ, Mary Jane. Spider-Man, uh, Electro, who looks like a female now? It is. She, the yeah, they're mm-hmm. uh, clone, clone, clone saga shenanigans from oh, the last God. Oh, God. Still, still. Can we um, get past that? So not, not okay, from the so 90s, from the most recent clone, clone saga. They brought it back? When you become the second villain, your typical ways of doing it are you're the son or daughter, or you just happen to find the stuff. That's right. always yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> you, you like open the door. Well, and you're like, oh, I, gu- I guess I should be a villain when, now. When Spider-Man just leaves Pumpkin all the stuff bombs. in the trash in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one ever finds his suit and says, I should be the next now, Spider-Man. Here we get into the irony section of, of this um, because she, um, Shelby, your wife, got her. Um, what? I'm married? Yeah, you're married. <laughs> um she she got her like uh, the first six issues of Spider Gwen, and like that is in the stack of books she is returning. Um, but don't, don't tell Shelby. Yeah. Even though we're you know <laughs> yeah. we're we're being recorded. Right but Spider Gwen number ten <laughs> is what she th- what she wants to read. Oh, which is a riff off of throwing it in the garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. This wow, this is all full mm-hmm. circle. This is very weird. Is that iconic. Um, yeah. Black Cat number one. Or number two, um, of course. Like I said, there's a theme. Uh, she likes female characters. Uh, well, well yeah. why wouldn't we? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy number seven, for some reason. 
I know, and it's the bloody hand of Rocket. The death of Rocket is the name is the title of it. Oh, Rocket can't die. He's no. mostly a robot. And she's like, yeah. Um, that Silver Surfer book. I got it. I still haven't read it. it. I still haven't read it. Is Shush. That, wait, who is that? Ron Lim. We can talk about it. Well, spoilers. Ron Lim. Who's the artist? It's, no, it's yeah. Uh, the variant cover is Ron Lim. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. All because right. I bought that one because he does the classic uh, cover with. Galactus and then oh, yeah. cool, cool. With Galactus and then uh, gonna, Silver Surfer. I'm going to tape you to the microphone. <laughs> That's why I need a headset because I keep leaning back for the microphone. Uh, now you're going to get a change. Uh, I, I can't tell you how important that Silver Surfer book is. Really? It's it's really good. Good. You, you haven't seen anything like it. It's is it as good as the Allred one, so, which is the only Silver Surfer book I'll I've say, ever read? Uh, real quick, the art is a little bit out it's of my at, comfort zone. Yes. Yeah. But it's. It There's some things the I didn't even well I didn't even know you could do stuff like that with art like it's uh, who's the creative team it's Donny Cates is writing it oh, and, okay. and while you guys go through that I'll look for the artist yeah um, it's I'm trying to think if I've read a S- Silver Surfer story like this it, it's a great launching point mm-hmm. you see uh, the the guy who's doing the art is doing space he's doing Surfer different than you've seen before and I. And it's special. Like I just feel like this book is going to be special because this is the beginning of something. I'm gonna have to read it with, uh, like, Donny Cates wrote the Guardians um, annual or part of it to set up a lot of the characters and what they're going on. So he's he's playing in space a lot, and I feel like this Silver Surfer Galactus bit is going to turn into something bigger. Okay, so it's uh, Donny Cates on uh, writing, Trad Moore on story, mm-hmm. a story and art. So say so they're both. Uh, I guess maybe with the Marvel method, I guess, right? So you yeah, get story credit. True. And Dave Stewart on colors, which is also very good. Yeah. So, like, just, there's just some stuff. I'll show you the first page. Ooh. It's just yeah. Galactus. And that is nice. It's mm-hmm. very reminiscent. Like, it does really? give me all red vibes, but it's a little bit different. It's it, I, it's hard to it describe kinda it. It kind of reminds me, actually, of the Mobius Silver Surfer. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, like like very lanky, these these very clean, almost like European lines. Um, so many abs. So many abs. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't associate Mobius with abs, um, but maybe that's me. She, uh, take the... Um, Black Panther number fourteen. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. With uh, him and Storm, I guess Storm are getting back together. <sighs> Not again. Yeah. Well, maybe she's just trying to help out. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate relationship books sometimes when they do that crap. Like like the whole Nightcrawler mini right now. What a piece of shit. Excuse, um, excuse my anger. Says the, says the man who loves Nightcrawler. I know. Wow, it must be bad. Yeah, you got to know how to write. Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So. She put the magnificent Miss Marvel number five, but she put she she put a note. As long as it is, I guess the suit. I oh, guess. so so she's very suit specific I on. Guess. Oh, I see. So she wants to see because that yeah. is that the Spidey Iron well, Man. Well, I don't know. It looks like it looks like Marvel is Iron Spider. The whole uh, or what is that? Carnage. The Carnage book. Absolute Carnage. I think everybody's getting Carnage. Well, have you guys read Venomized? No, we haven't. No, which mm-hmm. no one did. No one except me. <laughs> no, one you would know. Guy. You would know that the poison. Oh, that everyone, pretty much in the, pretty much everyone in the MC Marvel universe, whatever, uh, they had a symbiote suit on at some point, because that's what the story is all about. Everybody pretty much gets a Clintar, 
and 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 stuff happens. Sounds like a weird key party. <laughs> it's not. Everyone <laughs> reach in and get your cling tar. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but the absolute carnage story is that carnage is pretty much going after anyone that's ever wore a symbiote. Oh. So based on that story, pretty much everyone's worn a symbiote suit. So everyone's a target. So mm. And which carnage? It's Eddie. I think no. I think it's uh, Cletus. 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 Back. It's Cletus. So I haven't read the mm-hmm. Cult of Carnage. I don't know. Book. I was thinking Eddie Brock. Mm. That's Venom. I know. Uh, that God, get your symbiote Ooh. history straight. Next, man. you're gonna say Flash Thompson was Venom. He was. He I was. know. Wait, uh, no. Even I know that. <laughs> she liked uh, Marvel Rising number five. Yeah. Um, that's the one. That's, that's the based, based on, on the cartoon. cartoon right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, the unbeatable score girl, which well, she loved. She, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> I love it. I love this. I next saw. One. I saw a story the other day. I almost sent it to chat where a woman stabbed her husband with a squirrel. Tell I was like, the, squirrel girl in our universe. <laughs> tell, tell us the name of this. The next worst. Book. Huh? Tell us this na- the name of this next book, please. Uh, Age of X Man <laughs> is what she wants. I love it. Why? Age of X Man Omega number one. I'm, I'm going to assume this because is the conclusion of it. Because it looks like it looks like it's Pixie, and that looks like Jean Grey. Yeah. Like that, that is Jean. Yeah. yeah. And so she seems. Then, oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, oh, she just seems to be the cover of the X Men because they can't put another woman on the cover. I mean, it's right. well, is that the only? Is it, I mean, how close did this come out to Dark Phoenix? And there is another Uncanny X Men. I just saw the, on the preview. Yeah. Twenty one. So I guess it's not over yet. There's twenty one. Yeah. I, oh, it's so on the preview page. Oh nope. shit! And I like Wayne too, but that looks like they may be. It up. So that yeah. may, I mean, uh, that would okay. make sense because it's six issues more. Mm-hmm. So I was just, sh- I was shutting um, it down, bagging it, and got boxing to the Star it. Wars <laughs> section, which I thought was maybe interesting because she loves Star Wars. Um, There's one right there. She, Age of Resistance special. The, um, the Holdo special. Yeah, the Holdo special. Um, and then there was another one. Uh, so these are going to be written by the whole Age of Resistance that are going to take place based on the the more current movies. Uh, they're going to be written by Tom Taylor. Really, he's good. I'm starting to like Tom so Taylor's work. Jody Hauser did everything that was prequels related. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Pak is doing everything that's related to the original movies, mm-hmm. and now Tom Taylor is doing everything that's related to the current, uh, the last three movies, uh, starting with uh, Force Awakens. Tom Taylor loves those IPs, though. He loves to mess yeah. with uh, Injustice. Well, but these are all in continuity now, so he can't just go around killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but he's telling a Holdo story, well, wait, so it'll wait, be in the wait. past. That's true. He may. <laughs> he may. If there's one thing we learned from, uh, um, uh, good God, uh, Rogue One. Um, oh, that's true. Everyone oh, yeah, can they, they won't balk. Let me introduce it, so. this amazing character that will just won't make it past this movie. Yeah, but yeah. but they're still. But yeah. Cassian's getting a series on Disney Plus. Yeah, K two is one of my favorite characters. I ever. love K two. I mean, that's kind of brilliant. Is to introduce them in a story where they die and then just give us their backstory. And that's one of the things I think it's really great about Rogue One is they introduce these characters. You know there's something there, but they don't feel like, you know, we're not we going to get flesh we're, everything we're out. We're not going to give you an info dump, right? Yeah, just right. we'll sit on this. I, so. I feel like Jane Erso's most interesting story is just this. Like, yeah. you know, we could go tell stories of adventure, which would be cool. Her, her with Saw Guerrera. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Daniel. Shelby, I was the one that gave Clay that black eye. He's going to come home with <laughs> Quit moving from the microphone. Um, what were we talking about? But I think <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I, I, I believe uh, Jan or so. And I think there's a little bit more stuff in the Rogue One adaptation of the comic about Jen. Oh, really? So I need to read those. Uh, uh, Phil Noto art, isn't it? 
I think yeah. so. Oh, I think I, I think Phil Noto did all the adaptations. So if you ever buy any of the oh, adaptations, I do need. But you you he get Han Solo. He did a lot of the Poe Dameron book with Charles Soule. Yeah, very good. He loves Star Wars. So, oh, oh well, she has two Sorry. more books. Um, Marvel Action. What's Marvel Action? I'm not sure. It looks more kid friendly. It looks based on like some animated universe, like yeah. maybe the Spider-Man animated universe, yeah. oh, like Into the Verse. And so, um, well, no, the the cartoons that are on the Disney Channel. Oh, uh, the XD. Yeah, yeah, Disney. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Marvel Action, uh, Spider-Man number eight, and Avengers number seven. Uh, so. And they, they, <laughs> Tell they, us who's on the cover of that one because that's pretty funny. That's freaking Modok. Yeah, Modok is the it best. It is Modok. Mm. Oh, I love Modok. She's gonna make you get Hulu so she can watch the Modok series. Quick right. quiz: What does Modok stand for? Oh God, um, uh, machine only design. Design on something. For, yeah, something like that. Right? Oh. But it's like for killing. It's a, I forget how they. What? I apologize. I was wrong. That is not the last thing. She wants the World of Realms Collected Edition. Yeah, <laughs> nice. How much is that? Uh, uh, who knows, but it looks fancy. Oh, it says $30. Oh, it's not bad. Is it what? hardback? Uh, Paper. What's in it? Is it just the six it's, issues? It, that's got to be a trade. <laughs> There's so. no way all that in 30 bucks. It's got to be more than it's just the, the six well, issues. Oh, so it's just... It's is, it, more, it's, um, is it just the main War of the Realms line? 1 through 6 and then War of the Realms Omega. Right, yeah. So that's basically what I pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah. And so for a trade of that, it's thirty, and for a digital, it's ten. But the well, it was like ten ninety nine. But it was on sale. Hardback though. Oh, is it hardback? I think so because it just the way the picture. Yeah, for seven issues and thirty bucks, it should be. It it should be hardback. hardback. Yeah, Yeah. I wouldn't buy a trade that a paperback trade that's how much was the the vision vision book? I think it was forty. Okay. Nope. This is the trade paperback. Oh. What? Yeah, this is forty. Okay. Yeah, this is straight back because it says TPB. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Thor of the Realms. Uh, all these edits. Uh, but we are on the lookout for a Starman Volume 3. So, if you so we can it, sell it to Josh. <laughs> I will, I will Whoa, buy that because then I'll just end up getting four and five and six. This is some so. bull. Uh-oh. So. Do we need to have a... Parent conference here. Well, I kind of wish we had. Uh, <laughs> what did she pick? No, she didn't pick anything. I'm, oh. I, I, He's just I going through it. the previous himself <laughs> now. He's getting upset. He's like, I forgot my daughter's title. here, and this was a segment about her. So no, okay. So <laughs> they're doing a War of the Realms Giant Man trade paperback. Yeah, that was okay, fun. Well, yeah, uh, it was a fun book, but it's only three issues, right? Yeah, three issues. So they're gonna throw in oh, no. number one of Scroll War, uh, 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 the War Scrolls, which is three issues by yeah. itself. Um. Sixteen bucks for that trade paperback. Wait, wait, oh, but, no. but yeah, only, yeah. only issue one of the three. Yeah, yeah. So you have to go buy another trade to get. Yep. <laughs> well, this, yep. Wait, this is some total. Maybe if you buy bullshit. three, if you buy three trades, they each have no, one of the issues. Th- they, that's what I'm saying. They're doing to the trades what they do with the monthly issues, which is, oh, you want to get all three issues of this sub 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 story? Go buy these three trades. It should have been the Strike Force book that they put in there because those were standalone well, stories. Well, Strike Force does have a book. What comes with that is I don't know why you collect them together because they don't. Um, collecting War of the Realm, Strike Force, the Land of the Giants, the Dark Elf Realm, and the War Avengers. So all three Strike Force books. Okay, so if all three, yeah, that makes it better. The, the Strike Force books were okay. Well, yeah, I think there's issue, one good well, one. Well, it was because it was out of order. All, well, yeah. the Strike Force book that I picked up retold a story that they told in War of the Realms number one. I mean, pretty much just 
panel for panel retold a freaking story yeah. and added a little monologue and added a little monologue by Captain Marvel at the end about oh how tired and but we're not going to give up that kind of thing so it's from her point of view kind of yeah. supposedly yeah okay and so um oh there's a bat in here what just kidding I was like uh, what really um no there's not yeah. I was going to call Dwight <laughs> so so Meredith come get this bat <laughs> so so speaking of introducing our children to things. Uh, sorry, before you oh, one yeah, last point on the, the previous stuff. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Adrian, if you want, just go ahead and maybe make a tally of how much money that would be to, <laughs> to get everything. And then we can talk well, about Well, there's, there's only three around. trade paperbacks, and yeah. I can already tell you that is close to 90 bucks. Even just from the floppies. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe for the next one, we bring a DC previews, and we can go through that. All right. Yeah, anyone get that at their shop, because my shop oh, is Oh, I'm sorry. I got these actually out in Bedford. Uh, there's a couple of books I will never get her. That she she actually went through the collected editions too. Um, uh, X twenty three volume number two, volume two. You wouldn't buy that for her. Uh, that one feels a little, and it's also yeah. I think this one's a little more violent. I don't know the age. I haven't read it, but it mm. is a girl who has first. claws, so it should be violent. Yeah, exactly. She's you don't not, have kids. Why? Well, I do too. Anyway, uh, they're just old. Yeah, <laughs> Spencer, you want to feel old? Spencer goes, yeah, I got a thing for my ten year reunion next year, and what? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where the yeah. gray just set in and the wrinkles. Right. <laughs> um, Mr. and Mrs. X, Volume 2, I will never buy her. Yeah, I don't... I Gambit I will never wrote, spend money on Gambit. Never. Yeah, there is no good Gambit story, I don't think. Mm, I like Mr. and Mrs. Not the, I like oh, the... Of course you do. The one before that, the one that was a... The one that spun out of that. Whatever. <gasps> Oh, now there's still my beating heart. Oh, that's a good one. Uh-oh. What do we got? Hawkeye, Private Eye. Yes. That's the book. Kate Bishop. That's a good book. Actually, you know what? You could give her that journey into mystery that has Kate. Yeah. It has Miles. It has... It's a great setup because it is an adventure that <laughs> is it's kind of silly weird. and fun. It's silly and it's... I mean, you have She's Balder. given a quest, like yeah. a, like a D&D quest. You know, you're going to find... Sorcerer Supreme, you're going to find a great warrior, and it's like the Sorcerer Supreme is one of the guys who is competing Druid. Uh, <laughs> and, and uses magic randomly, but not yeah. really that much. He's just, you know, it, who is it? That's Steven awesome. Druid? Yeah. Yeah, Druid, he, yeah. Yeah. And so he's hilarious, but he has a coat that's very similar to like, um, you know, uh, remember, I, I was thinking <laughs> of, of, of Shaman's pouch. Of, yeah. You know, yeah, he could yeah. just pull stuff uh, out of it. Yeah, yeah. But he's just not the magic type. That's mm-hmm. what makes him great. Yeah. And then the warrior's Balder. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not it's not anyone other than and him. Then, he's been gone for so long. He's like, why is what's going on in Oklahoma? Why is Asgard there? Like, right. Just stuff. Like and then that. Uh, Power Wonder Man. Man. Wonder Man. Wonder Man. Um, who's become a pacifist? Yeah. Who's a pacifist and still just really caught up in himself being an actor? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, is he still yeah, an actor? Yeah. So, yeah. He, and just. Um, what not. Death Locket? Yeah, Death Lock 2.0. Yeah, and so she's she's actually a really fun character. She's She was awesome. I um, want to see her origin. And then my favorite character in the whole book, who's probably my favorite Jason Aaron creation, Thori. Yeah, the dog. Oh, the dog, yeah. Yes. God, I love Thori. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thori, Thori, Thori is Thori a kill. meaty pit bull with the, the dock deers and just muscle on muscle. And it can talk. And all he cares about <laughs> is murdering. Yeah, and, and, and it, he thinks murdering makes Thor happy, so he's gonna murder for Thor to make him happy. Like, <laughs> like 
Thor helped him and saved him. My do- my so, dog does that. My dog my dog yeah. ha- there's a, there's been this cat that's been coming in our backyard. My dog just wants to kill it, and and so at two a.m. wants to go outside. At five a.m. wants to go outside, and then there's a deck, and she just crawls around that deck, and she just wants to please me and kill this cat for me. I'm like, I don't want you to kill the cat. Don't kill the cat. <laughs> how, how does Thor talk off Thory? Calm down. You know what? He really Sit. doesn't. <laughs> he just lets him go. Well, I mean, he met him in. Um, I think he was created in Unworthy Thor, um, where, where Thor is just. Needs lost a, his way and needs just, a needs a needs a friend needs a friend and Lebowski Thor and yeah well I mean he, he needs even, a Donnie he doesn't even which is funny because you know I've been back in the gym right yeah and I'm actually I'm, I'm killing it I, yeah. I don't want to be but I was thinking about that yesterday because I had my probably my best workout yesterday I'm like I feel like freaking unworthy Thor. I feel like fat. I feel like Lebowski Thor in here. You ready to fight Thanos? I know I'm fat, but I am messing it up, right? (laughs) I am still worthy. Um. Do you want to go into the gym and just bring Mjolnir and just put it down and start working out and then pick it up and go to the next place? (laughs) That would be fun. That's such a good idea. That's better than any of the videos I see from the gym now. It's just people who don't know how to use the gym. Oh, there's this one guy I can talk about for a day. He just cracks me up and gets my way all the time. But, uh, um, but yeah, it, it, I, I love Thor. And that journey in a mystery story is really it's a It's, it's really a real good. call to adventure yeah. with fun dialogue. Every character gets something, and yes. that's weird in a team book. And for a first-timer, I'm really surprised how good that book is. Yes, it's very good. Uh, the art's... It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, that's that's what it, it, I was gonna say. Childish, but um, it's just a fun yeah. art, art style. You know, um, it's, it's it's like you know uh, because they're they're trying to protect a baby and mm-hmm. the baby poops, so everyone runs out of the RV. You know, fun stuff. And the like funny that, you thing know. about it is, is that arguably Kate's the youngest person there, mm-hmm. other, other than Miles, probably. Yeah. Uh, but she's the obvious leader. Like she's like even dude. Balder turns to her. Yeah, I mean, because she is experienced and leading and. I guess her time with Hawkeye. Uh, she's driving. She knows she, what's going on, and she yeah. kind of has yeah, a plan. Yeah, she's the only one. She's the only one in the group who knows how to drive. <laughs> so she was the leader of the West Coast Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Hawkeye was training her during that too. Yeah. Apropos. Yeah. I think she's going to be a really big breakout character. If if I hope so. I can't wait till they adapt her to the movie. That's what I was about to yeah, say. Cause yeah, because that's going to be a Disney Plus show, right? Yeah, the thing, the Hawkeye the, book. Yeah, yeah, the Hawkeye. Oh, good. I was gonna say that needs to be a show. That doesn't need to be yeah. a movie. So. I, I really hope that they give him as much history and a story that they give her. I think right. Jeremy Renner could knock it out of the park with that Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye. Yeah, they it, did that but, but it's a different. It's a different person. It, it this just is, doesn't yeah, play because he's, he's, he's got the he's family. Got but he's got the family. Yeah, yeah it would exactly. need to be like a flashback to a younger. Or or they do it where kind of like Hawkeye in Hawkeye. Uh, maybe they've gotten he's gotten divorced. You know he's 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 sort of this like broken schlub. You know? Well, what, so. what do we see last the last of Hawkeye? Hawkeye has a lot of red in his ledger because he went through Japan killing. Oh, yeah. So he is in the place that Black Widow was. What does he do to make up for that? And yeah. we still haven't found out what the, what happened in Budapest. <laughs> and we might that that'd be interesting because well they, they've already started production on Black Widow's movie. I, I, I was thinking about something. You, you asked me what, what, what I want to talk about, and I couldn't think of anything. And on the way here, I remember I, I just realized something. In less than two weeks, mm-hmm. I will be going to see a MCU movie 
and have no idea. I mean, it's the first time in what, six, seven years, maybe eight or nine years that I'm going to an MCU movie and not knowing what the next movie is. Yeah, that's a good point. You do, and, and it is the last movie of the year, so the next movie you won't see until the beginning of next year. So, so during this kind of next phase of Marvel movies, we've mm-hmm. been through it. We've seen as much spoilers. We've you've gotten trailers. Is there any part of y'all that wants to go back to what it was like in the 80s where you just got a trailer and you never researched anything further? You never picked oh. up a star log to see who's starring or, or how, how deep you want to dig? I mean, we, we get these now in our face so much. I almost like pulling back and just not knowing. I, I would love to see the first trailer they put out for something and maybe not read anything else ever. I will tell you that the closest I got to that with any of the current MCU slate was Black Panther. I just, I saw the trailer. It looked amazing. I really don't know that much about the character. I didn't know any of the cast, honestly, except having seen Bozeman in like the previous um, Captain America movie. And um, I kind of walked into it with just, you know, high expectations, but I didn't research anything about it. Yeah, and so that that kind of felt like that to a certain degree. I mean, for for me at least. So. Yeah, I mean, I I'm just getting to the point where we're so inundated with stuff. Twitter for me is kind of my news feed, yeah. so that stuff is going to be hard to avoid. Yeah, uh, I can put filters on and stuff, but really in the end, I just kind of want to enjoy these movies as a fan and not consume so much. Can you guys to get back to that? I've I tried it with. Um, Endgame because I wanted to go into Endgame spoiler free as yeah, possible. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's just really hard because I think what the MCU has done so well is they get you excited for the the. I mean, they tell a complete story, but at the end of that story, you want more. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, here's a shiny new trailer for the next MCU movie. Um, which really didn't tell you anything, but, you know, oh, here's the international trailer for that with even more of little footage. And and so you get more and more, and you want to... You get to a point where you bargain with yourself, right? Yeah. So Because by the third trailer, they've shown... Um, too much. Well, not... Me- not Marvel, does, Mar- Marvel does a really good job of not showing that's, too much. That's true, and that's the one thing I like about Marvel is is the edits so you don't see yeah, certain they're, things. They're, they're getting a lot better at making sure that they only show you the same what kind of stuff. What they want you to see. Yeah. Um, you may, and if you go back and watch the trailers for Endgame, it's pretty much just three scenes. And you make a bargain with yourself because you realize it, that, okay, they showed you new footage but you probably only you only saw maybe six out of all the trailers put together. You probably saw six minutes of a three-hour movie. Yeah. Well, um, and, they do a really good job and, of that, and you've only seen like one or two scenes. And I mean, they front load it. I mean, most yeah. of the scenes you see are from the first what yeah. thirty minutes of the film. I right. mean, and in the in Infinity War trailer, we saw stuff that wasn't even in the movie. So right. you know, yeah. you can't take that, which is nice. They're making another. No, they're, they're re-releasing. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So speaking of films and re-releasing, I had this thought last night. So yesterday I realized it's the 30th anniversary of Burton's Batman. Okay. And I sat down last night to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. And Does I'm it gonna... hold up? So, okay, so it's 
funny you say this. So I rewatched it maybe five and years you, and ago. You, and your daughter saw some of it, right? She did, yeah. So we, we watched basically like the first two-thirds. Okay. Like we, you know, we got up through the um, museum scene. And, you know, she started off very, like, mocking it, making fun of it. And then by, you know, by the museum scene, she was into it. And, mm-hmm. and we stopped. She's like, all right, well, let's finish it tomorrow night and I was like well I may finish it tonight because I may want to talk about it in the podcast tomorrow but then I said no 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 we'll we'll save it for yeah. tomorrow um, we've seen it don't worry we can yeah. talk about yeah, yeah, it yeah. Mm. but what happens um, at the end yeah yeah but so all right so I rewatched it about five years ago mm-hmm. and it felt unbelievably campy to me like more so than I remembered I remember it being really dark and gritty yeah. but then in rewatching it it was almost like seeing it again with fresh eyes because it 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 is almost a per like there is nothing wrong with that film. No, um, it is beautifully designed by Anton First with the, mm. the the scene, the the costuming, the, the acting, city. the city, the tone. Like it's a perfect balance where when it is campy, it is for the most part Joker being Joker. Yeah. Right, um, and I was watching my daughter, and every time that he kind of went off, she just loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, like like. Um, but like in the disturbing stuff, like when he goes in and, and he he redoes Jerry Jerry Hall's face. Not that as much. That was like. Yeah, no, not that, but like the moment where he uh, uh, he uses the. Uh, shock ring to kill the guy and then at the end he's talking to him which is itself disturbing and then he like tightens the the tie on him hazel just giggled you know i mean like like it just she, you know she was really getting into it it's it's it, it's so to your to your question yes i i thought it held up very well right. and i had this thought watching it's like dc really screwed the pooch on this in 30 years why not re-release this in the theater yeah i, I mean what i thought they did some places oh did uh, they? was it limited i believe so yeah because i saw some people watching like like on Twitter and stuff. I'm surprised it's not they were the watching it at the house. theater. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like draft it, house. I mean, th- this maybe pricey to this special needed, on the DC this universe. This needed app. to be Jesus Christ. This needed to be on a big screen, and um, I'm gonna rewatch it in the coming week and probably write about it on my my blog. But in watching it, plug it, plug your blog. Blog, what is, you know what is your blog? Oh yeah, sorry, it's uh, cosmocomics.net. You can you can read my most recent posts. About I'll try to how, put it in the notes of our. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Just remind me. My most recent post is about how everyone has me to thank for the original Men in Black film. So thank you. <laughs> um, uh, but um, what, who do we have to thank for this newest one? Yeah, God, did <laughs> you heard, see it? No, I've heard bad it, things. I, I took Hazel last week. We just wanted to go see a movie. I really wanted to see Godzilla. And she's like, let's go see this Men in Black thing. And I was like, you haven't seen the first film, so we watched a seven minute recap. Of the first three films, and it it is a roller coaster ride. It's like the first film kind of makes sense. Second film, what the hell? And the third film is all time travel. So by the end of it, it's like, did that make any sense? And she's like, oh. And I'm like, let's just go watch it. Did you, um, go, did you go to the Draft House? Yeah. So was those the Death Birth, Birth Death movies? Yeah, yeah. Clip? yeah, yeah, yeah. They do um, a really good job of. of they, so they, good. yeah, yeah. They, well, and they, and they did sort of a recap there as well. And yeah. what's funny is we started watching the original Men in Black with her one night. She just didn't get into it. But as they were doing the recap and they were showing bits from it, Hazel Turman just like, "Have I seen that movie?" And I'm like, "You saw that part. You know, mm-hmm. you saw the opening with the, you know, right. the, the 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 guy in the truck." Live. Uh, I'm sorry. No. Live went to go see Men in Black or the latest one. Oh. I guess this week, and. We were driving over. She goes, I saw Men in Black. I go, yeah, what'd you think? She goes, eh. I'm like, was it funny? Eh. Hemsworth wasn't funny? Eh. Tessa Thompson, though? Tessa it Thompson? Just, it, eh. it feels, it feels, 
emotionless. Like, uh, like, mm. like every time you feel like there is a scene that should be really, really good, it's like they just kind of pull back on it. And, like, nothing felt... You know, and and I was reading there was a lot of stuff like like it was supposed to be a. Uh, I heard it was ju- like a production a, problems. Well, and it was supposed to be a Twenty One Jump Street crossover. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's right. Because it's the same writer, right? Yeah, they were going to have the Twenty One Jump Street tie into the yeah. Man in Black for some reason. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why it. not? I thought that was a great idea. I, I, mean, I mean, wait a minute, hold on a second. You have a problem with that idea, but you are fully on board with this Hobbs and Shaw movie. It's Fast and Furious. It, none of oh, it makes Jesus sense. Christ. None of it makes sense. <laughs> I'm with you, Adrian. You this know one. the original movie was about them stealing stereos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, you know they they fought international criminals in the last one. <laughs> Charlize Theron still got away. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that movie makes total sense to me. No. So. So yeah, Men in Black. Men in Black. It just it felt there was the kernel of a very very good story there. Mm. And I would say structurally, it's a it's a fun story. The way that that they take the skeleton of that story and package it is just not well done. Yeah. Um, now that being said, let me back up because again, I'm old and I can't believe it's been 30 years since Batman came out. But <laughs> if you remember the '89, '90. Bat fever, yes. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it. We, in a lot of ways, we you had were a young Batman I at the time, ca- Daniel. <laughs> I didn't catch bat you fever. Were, you were born, right? I was. Wait a minute. Okay, Batman all right, says he didn't have bat fever. I was, I was five, <laughs> and you still didn't have bat well, fever. I, it was in a big. What you were five in eighty nine. Yeah, <laughs> baby. No, in '89 oh, I was three. No, in '89 I was three. Oh, that makes it better. Three? I was three years old in '89. I was Jesus. in high school. That's I was cool. in high school. I graduated in '91. I graduated in '93. I graduated in '89. Those are all very weird flexes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We are old. We're gonna prove it. I'm gonna go home and drink my prune juice. I mean, but, but um, uh, well, I mean, pull a tooth out. Daniel, here's the thing, though. I like coming to the podcast. Makes me feel young and act. So, if you Tell can me imagine about this, the old comics clay. Uh, the only real like, because comics were were considered childish, right? Um, so. This is around right after uh, Dark Knight Returns comes out, where it starts getting gritty. You read comics when they were strips, and uh, (laughs) but everybody's vision of uh, Batman, only thing that the general public, uh, pop culture had, was Batman '66. Right. right? So it was very campy. So you can imagine that this thing, uh, Tim Burton getting hold of Dark Knight Returns and kind of uh, scripting a movie out of it, where it's darker, it's grittier, it's edgier. Um, nobody liked Michael Keaton's choice oh, to be yeah. Batman. Yeah, I mean, that, pre, pre-internet, there was, a, there, yeah. Yeah. There was I mean, an ad taken People out. actually physically wrote letters. Yeah, there was a yeah. there was a full-page ad oh, so in... So the world's always been a trash the, fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The internet just threw gas on that dumpster right. fire of people. But, but mean, there was like a full-page ad of why Michael Keaton shouldn't be Batman in the New right. York, or in the L.A. Times. Wow. And... Um, I mean, you. But, but you, had, you had such a great cast, though. I mean, you had uh, Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. I mean, cast playing the Joker. Um, I think well, people were on board with that, right? There well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There yeah. was I some think, question because of his age, because they weren't sure. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I guess we know the Joker's a young sprite chicken. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they, oh, good. No, it just. 
I mean, Jack Nicholson at the time was such an established actor, and you knew he could do crazy, so it was kind of a good fit because you were like going, if we get half the Shining, this is yeah, going to be right. fun. What year is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Uh, oh, that's before? 74. Okay, so that's way before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what had he done recently? Had he done the Chinatown sequel? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but not Witches the Shin- of Eastwick, I think. What about the, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Shining, out. was that before? Oh, way before. That's yeah. 70. So, so people, 80, knew, 80 something. people knew he could play. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I mean that was his, his wheelhouse. That he yeah. has a but crazy here's guy. the funny thing. Here, here's the crazy part about that is that I don't think actors really did much uh, source material research when it comes to comic book characters. Correct. So, yeah. So imagine the Joker from The Dark Knight Returns, right? But he didn't read it. So the only, like I said, the only thing pop culture had to reference on was uh, Romero's Joker from the Batman 66. Right. And if you go back and watch that movie, it is perfect. Play him, but I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's pitch perfect. I mean, just a, a nut. And um, you also had arguably one of the, Best artist. Uh, Give me music. a fake mustache for Jack Nicholson. Yeah, one of the greatest um, uh, music artists at the time. Yeah, decides oh. to do the whole soundtrack. That I which love is that soundtrack. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you do the bat dance at home? Only after a long day, <laughs> fighting crime. Well, and, and I want to write that episode or that issue of Batman where he just comes home, he's defeated everyone, he puts on a little prince mm-hmm. and dances. Yeah. Well, and so, oh, and, bad and, computer. And to, print soundtrack, please. Print soundtrack. <laughs> no, 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 no. My soundtrack. Um, <laughs> now, my theme, please. Now, to 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 add to that, though, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that, that struck me in rewatching it is that had had never really hit me before, mm-hmm. and I'm embarrassed to say this. So, first off, I had never picked up on the Dark Knight Returns reference that Vale had been photographing Cordomotis. Like, she has basically come from, which itself is a reference to an Italian comic book, right? Right. Um, I had never. Which is a reference to an Italian statue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but like, so, so, you know, older me rewatching it picked up on all these little nuggets where it's clear if anyone is reading source material, it was Burton. Right, no, right. Burton yeah. first, most yes. likely, well, I mean, and others. I mean, like about the, it, you've you've had three years of Dark Knight Returns, and he's making this. You know, yeah. it comes out in eighty nine. That's his newest material. Well, mm-hmm. and was was year one wrapped up by this point? I don't think so. I think year one. I thought out. that was in the nineties. Yeah. That was after yeah. the. Well, was, was it? That? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was, it was after Crisis. So Crisis took a while, right? Okay. It so it was probably. Just before that. Yeah, yeah, because you were five, so you should know. (laughs) (laughs) I've listened to enough Kevin Smith to know (laughs) when things came out. But so so here's the thing that I think hit me the most watching it is they play up so much the Batman is myth that if you watch Keaton or perhaps his, his stuntman, Every time he appears up until the museum scene, which is kind of the first real big superhero moment, right. he moves in that costume like an old um, horror movie Dracula. 
Yeah. Every time he moves, he grabs the cape and he whips it around. Like a Nosferatu. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Well, he's because he couldn't move it. Well, that too. <laughs> the whole but he, how but was he's, like down to your shoulders. But he's theater. he's presented as a as a as a horror film character. <laughs> you can't right? see Clay spinning in his chair. I mean, <laughs> I'm just entertaining these guys. Well, I had to, I had to pause it to tell my daughter like he can't turn his head because we're at the moment in the his chemical factory when he's holding Napier, and he gets yelled at below, and you get this really effective acting from Keaton where he's just like. Yeah, you, you see his eyes kind of move to the side. Like, he can't turn his head to respond, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, yeah, so I, I just, I thought all that was really, really impressive. And, but what I'm going to, and I'll and i save it for, I guess, n- next time. Yeah, we should wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah, sorry, but just um, real quick. Is, to me, what I feel is the lost comic book summer blockbuster in the wake of Batman. <laughs> And if you know me, you know this is a big one for me. And it was impactful immediately when I saw it in 91, The Rocketeer. Yep. Right. It just, it came. I felt like I was the only one that went to go see it. You were. No, I it, did. I it saw it. I loved it. It blew me away. Kevin Smith probably watched it, too. Yeah, I'm no. sure. And But, I, I mean, first Jennifer off. Jennifer Connelly. Mm. Oh, and, I mean, even. Uh, Sweet, clean Jennifer Connelly. Sweet, clean Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> um, she's great in it. Uh, uh. There Dalton? are other people in it. Dalton. Okay. Yeah, yeah I forget the guy that plays. <laughs> there has to be at least a rocketeer. Um, yeah. But I mean, I mean, again, that's Joe Johnston, yeah. right? And and the thing is, it's like if you watch First Avenger and you like it, that's you will what like this movie. Yeah. This is yeah. what Rocketeer is. I mean, yeah. it is a fa- and I will I will go to my grave. No, don't don't. Mm-hmm. Well, but that soundtrack, James Horner, that is the best film score ever made. Whoa. Whoa. Listen. Whoa. Listen. No, Whoa. I'm telling you. Better in Star Wars. Hold on. Whoa. Better than. Whoa. Listen to it again. It we is. Got, we got an episode to debate now. Make yeah. a note. Make it a note is play. a phenomenal score. It is real. To the point where if you've ever seen the uh, animated. Animated. The anime film Steam Boy uh, has a good soundtrack. Totally rips off James Horner. Rocketeer soundtrack. Clay's, wow. Clay's inscribing in some kind of tree yeah. pulp that's been put in some kind of. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, sorry. I just no, had to no, say that before about you wrap, Batman. Uh, we're, we got to wrap up. Yeah. I okay. want to tell everybody on the panel, I rewatched Captain Marvel this week because my dad went and got the... The Blu-ray. The Blu-ray. And um, it is not as bad as I ranted and raved. Um, you did rant and <laughs> we'll put, I'll, put a did. Link, I'll put a link to that episode. On yeah. <laughs> Don't. Because um, I said some things that... <laughs> just, pull his, just, just pull the curse. Yeah, there was, there yeah. was no yeah. editing on that one. Yeah, my daughter's here. Um, so, <laughs> and he, he loved it. And the last thing I want... What did you think of Bingo Love? I haven't no, read no, it he yet. Just oh, I, it. Yeah. So I, I started Love? reading it. I'm, I'm very engaged, but I haven't finished. So I just got the digital because yeah. I want to... <laughs> I just went ahead and got the digital because I'm like I'm gonna want to reread this book anyways, mm-hmm. and that way Josh can or somebody else can. Yeah, right. so it's it's my turn. So I'll have so an we'll wrap it up. Next I'll wrap it up by next time too. Okay. Yeah, we can yeah, maybe talk too. about All it. All right, cool. Because uh, I, I I totally dig that book. As a matter of fact, the characters um, are fun though. I'm so. excited. The, this this um, trade has the extra stories in it. Um, when we were at Half Price in Cedar Hill, they had actually had just the volume one. Just the the, the main kick, story, the one, yeah. The Came main story for only like three three bucks. So of course I picked it up because I I'm gonna loan it out like you. I, I thoroughly you enjoy that the book. Word. Yeah, that book is just so good. Um, no, you can't read it yet. Um, but yeah, it's a really good book. Cool, awesome. Yeah, I was trying to think what, what's in that. It's well, you it's know, adult stuff. It's adult stuff, huh? Yeah. 
You're a preacher. Whoa. <laughs> I love that you, rebellion. You can't stop me from reading. You sound, <laughs> you sound just like my daughter. She is the same way. Wait till, they discover, wait till they discover raging is the machine. Then it's really going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to be on the episode? Every. Okay. All right. We could finish out with a with with you giving us your favorite uh, comic book costume. Do you have a favorite costume from hmm? Harley Quinn? Captain Marvel. Which Harley Quinn? Like the uh, the black suit with the. Uh, the headpiece? No? Which one? Different colored suit? Oh, Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad. oh that one. Nice. Daddy's Little Monster one? That yeah, one? Yeah, that's the one you like. That one's my favorite, too. And you wonder why I have such a hard time finding you Harley Quinn stories. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that'll do it for this time. I wrote down some uh, possible subjects for future sh- episodes. Yeah, because somebody yeah. made some bold, bold statements. <laughs> um, go get, go buy some Vertigo books. Yeah. yeah. If anything, go, go discover some Vertigo books. I think that's the main thing we want to get out of this gosh, episode. If, if, if you've never read Neil Gaiman... Yep. Oh I can't. God. I can't say read that. Enough. Go. Go read Pete Milligan's Enigma. That was oh, the. Mi- oh, is that a Vertigo? So also, yeah. that is Vertigo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Vertigo book. Is there any anyone you want to recommend? I want, throw uh, out there. I want to read The Losers. Um, it is so good. I'm planning on picking up The Kitchen before it comes out as a movie. Yeah. Um, I'll bring you the. I have the both loser trades. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I'm currently reading American Vampire by Scott Snyder and uh, Ruffalo. That's been at the and Stephen library. King wrote stories in it too. Apparently, what? What? Yeah. Like it's the issues. Stephen it's King wrote vampire stories. Once, is it S T E V E N King? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's one Scott Snyder story and one Stephen King story. In it. so, uh, yeah. So because those trades are at the library, and I've been. Tempted to pick and them up, but after Dark Knight Metal, I don't want to read any Scott Snyder stuff. The first five volumes are on Comixology Unlimited. That's why I'm reading that. So, okay, uh, Clay, you got one before we wrap up? Uh, no, I mean, uh, if you're for Vertigo, um, Transmetropolitan. Yeah, mm. that's cool. I mean, I, yeah. I'm picking the big books, uh, but if you haven't read Scalped Ellis, by Jason Allen. I, I have the first hardback volume of that and I haven't read it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a whole library of stuff I haven't read. Well, and I would say if, you know, if you're. It, it, it can be hard because it's like, well, you know, I, I I have kids, and how do I introduce them to Vertigo? Books magic. Oh yes. You know, I mean, it yes. it, it is almost the anti Vertigo book because it's spun off a of Vertigo book, but it's kind of it's it's Harry Potter before Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, it's, and I, it's Tim Hunter uh, yeah. discovering magic and and war and has and a pet owl. I mean, really, it seriously, is Harry was J.K. Rowling reading books of magic? She might have been. She she may have. Been. It, it's it's great to give someone who's read Harry Potter and then go, <laughs> when did this come out? Because this is a ripoff, and you go before Harry Potter. And yeah. They go, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, which I still have the first book, and I'm, now that you said that, I may hand it to my daughter to read. So yeah, there cool. you go. Yeah. Cool. I never um, heard this book. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, and we, uh, as far as uh, upcoming shows, there's a convention next weekend. Next weekend, uh, North the North Texas Comic Book Show, which um, Daniel will be at. Yep, and then as and maybe if it's a fair park, the, that's it's an, no, it's is uh, it Irving. It's an Irving. Okay, Irving good. Yeah, I'll be there. Come say hi. Um, <laughs> Come say hi. <laughs> Come yeah, it's my town I live in. Yeah, Come say hi. If y'all hit up any of us, we'll have next issue stickers. Uh, sure, I guess. Whatever. I, I we will. Stickers. By next week. Did you? No, I, I, I thought I... I have stickers. You have stickers? stickers? I have I'll bring stickers. stickers for you guys. Okay, okay. all right. All right. Yeah. Like, you got stickers? You got extra? Yeah. <laughs> I bought like a big thing. 
Oh, okay. I didn't nice. get any of those. I didn't know uh, that. You can have my call suck sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can customize them with your own title. Ah. Like, next issue is Josh Saves the World. Hey, that I'm up for Here, that. I, have some, I still have some at home. Next issue. Cool. These are awesome. Oh, cool. Clay's going to spend the day on the toilet. Mm-hmm. All right. Bar food was not good. Cool. We don't need recording now. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue at uh, on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.